What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Get Rolling Show. I am your co-host, as always, Phil Blevins, and I'm joined by Ian Azaretti. We cater our show mostly to entertainers and entrepreneurs, but we believe that our content can be beneficial to anybody who has big dreams out there. Right now you are listening to the podcast, but if you ever want to watch the podcast and see our beautiful faces, we post the podcast every week on our YouTube channel. In those YouTube videos, we also include weekly updates for the show and weekly industry news. We're also constantly posting on our social media platforms, so make sure you follow us just about anywhere at Get Rolling Show. All right, guys, we're going to keep this forward relatively short because we're going to be pretty much explaining the details in the podcast. Ian and I are going to go over something a little bit different today. We do cover a lot of acting and modeling, but we wanted to touch briefly on some YouTube and content creators. So we decided to dive into a couple of creators out there who dedicate their channels towards helping other YouTubers grow. So we're going to be sharing our opinions on these videos and breaking down exactly how we can apply those to our channel and how you could maybe apply those to your channel as well. Anyways, it's time to put those headphones on. We're rolling. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ian, along with Phil. Hey, guys. What's what going, going on? And uh, today we wanted to, we needed to talk. We needed to sit you guys down. We need to talk. We and this needed is, to talk. We needed to talk, okay? And this is going to be more of an episode specifically centered around people in the content creation sphere, namely YouTube. And what this video is going to be talking about, what we want to talk about in this podcast is about starting a new YouTube channel being that we're in this kind of weird solstice right now where we are still with definitely within the midst of that. So our word isn't gospel. Um, but we're also, we also have a little bit of traction under our belt in terms of time and in terms of kind of grounding some things down. So we wanted to share our experience and I'm going to be referring to a video. The reason, um, I was talking to Phil about this and want to talk about it. I was watching a couple of videos lately, namely a couple of interviews of Mr. Beast um, and some interviews with some popular YouTubers and things that they've done. And then I was watching some videos on growing your YouTube channel. And, you know, some of them could be clickbaity, but uh, other ones provide real value. And I stumbled across one by a, a girl named uh, Katherine Manning. Um, I think her name is something along the lines of the content bug. Uh, but I found her video very insightful and helpful. And I kind of wanted to take a couple of the things that I learned from there and kind of relay them. Um, to anyone and put, you know, maybe our own spin on it or talk about how it's impacting our channel or how it can impact your channel in the future. So um, there's a couple things that I that I wanted to go over for right from the bat and then Phil and I are just kind of kind of go over them. Um, so, I mean, it goes without being said clearly uh, that for anyone out there that's trying to start a YouTube channel, it's a lot of work, <laughs> plain and simple, right? And you, you hear that a lot uh, from, from people out there. And I feel like you can't really understand that fully until you're, you're in it. Right. Uh, I remember way back, like looking at people that would stream or make content and stuff like that and thinking like, Oh man, they're getting just paid all this money to do practically nothing. Oh, how wrong I was, <laughs> how wrong I was. Um, it, it, it is so much more work than you could possibly imagine. But I think the biggest thing, and before we even get into some of the other tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff is, you have to decide if this is something you actually want to be doing, right? Um, because it is a lot of work and it does take time and it does take hard work and perseverance. You can't just go into this willy-nilly half-assed, right? You have to know deep down that this is something I'm passionate about and this is something that I truly want to take off. And that would be my first word of advice, as obvious as that might seem. Um, I couldn't stress the importance of that enough. So know that this is a lot of work and it's going to take a lot of time uh, and that 
you have to you have to keep on treating it like a job you have to keep on treating it like something that matters and give and give it the light of day because it's only going to give you as much as work or as much back as the work you put into it um so anyway with that being said we wanted to highlight a couple tips and um so the first one would be um what do you want to make videos on your niche and creating value and phil if you don't mind i wanted to pass this off to you especially the creating value aspect of this because you uh, we're in uh, business for a while. You also were pretty successful on social media for for a stint. Um, you're you're very good at being able to create value, in my personal opinion, um, for people that are watching, whether whether it's through aesthetically pleasing edits um, or funny quirky content um, and things like that. And you have brought this up to me when we have had meetings, you know, in the past about how we're going to create value for people that are watching. So. If you have any thoughts on you know how it relates to our channel or advice for other channels in creating value for for the people that are watching them i'm curious to hear it right and i think that ideally everybody would love to just be a personality when starting a youtube channel i know like they, that's one of the best things that would be just be yourself go on and talk about whatever or even show your life and i think that that's easier said than done i think you have to first kind of pick something and stick to it to get to that point so when I say, when we talk about creating value, that's what we at the Get Rolling Show have been trying to focus on to grow our channel a little bit. And I think that that's really gonna kind of give you a better chance of getting exposed to somebody else. When you're taking the attention off of yourself and putting it onto your viewers, it's going to make you grow that much more. Same thing if you are starting a business. You know, you don't wanna start about and saying like, all right, I wanna make myself a bunch of money Take the focus and put it on them. Like like Amazon, one of the biggest and best companies out there, right? They focus on customer obsession. Customer obsession. Think about that. So when you're thinking about like how can, uh, for example, Amazon, they're like, how can I make you know the shipping times as easy as possible, the experience shopping as easy as possible, the selection as big as possible, and all of that great stuff. When you're creating a YouTube video, you got to exactly say like who's your target audience who do you want to be watching your videos obviously eventually you want to be able to grow and become that personality where you can just be yourself and people are coming to watch you because they like you that much but starting and picking something and choosing to create as much value as possible so for example Ian and I love talking about entertainment that's what our we want to create value around the entertainment industry people who aspire to be actors models content creators uh, Hollywood stuntmen uh, musicians, anything that is centered around entertainment, that's what we have chosen to narrow down on our channel. Now, would Ian and I eventually one day like to expand and be able to just bring on anyone who's super interesting and well-known onto the show? Absolutely. We would definitely love to do that. We want to create an awesome podcast. Like we look at bigger podcasts like Joe Rogan, for example. Joe Rogan can bring on anybody, anyone from doctors, from entertainers to you know people who have just are well-known and famous and have something interesting to talk about, we would love to eventually get to that point. But with all the content, there's so much flooding the internet these days. We just decided to pick one thing, pick a niche, stick to that niche and create value around it. And I'm sorry if I skipped and jumped around to picking a niche. I don't know if that's another checklist on our list here, but um, creating value. We want to create um, tutorials on like how we can do that. We want to pick apart what our guests have said and really break it down and say like, all right, this is what we need. This is what you as a new actor model could do to absolutely help yourself jump into this part of your career to apply and get signed by an agency to do all of that. So by creating value, 
you're focusing on the customer more and if it's all about them they're going to keep coming back because they are getting value and they're taking something away whereas the other way around they would be just giving you their attention if you were just trying to be yourself and say okay yeah i'm going to try to be funny and entertaining and you know just grow my channel from there can happen but it's just not the way that's going to happen for everybody like i said there's millions of content creators out there how are you going to be different and i think that that's by taking the attention off of yourself and putting it onto your viewers so what are your thoughts yeah i <laughs> I, I agree 110 percent i mean you know long story short you're this is a this is a business right you're, you're creating your own personal brand you're creating a business when you're doing this right so exactly mirroring what you said not even sound like a broken record but you have to be looking at your customers quote unquote right your viewers mm -hmm. your your fans people that are looking to you for that source and you have to be providing some sort of service to them in the form of value right because if you're not doing that then they really have no reason to click on you uh, unless you're doing something so different right but even then you are providing value right in the sense that you're you're providing something different you're providing different value but especially if you're going to pick something a niche that is maybe heavily saturated you have to find a way to provide value in spite of you know everybody else in it and you know trying to find value that might not be so readily available even within right. same people within your niche and i think you hit that right on the head with it phil yeah. um one other thing that i thought was interesting um again shout out to um you know Catherine manning for for the video here uh she talks a lot about uh, seo so for those of you who don't know that is search engine optimization and basically tailoring the titles of your videos and your username and things of that nature in order to have it put up in um in in search bars more often um so when you you know when you search i don't know like something some name so like think of a name that's you know popular like mr beast right i'll go back to him right you know having more likely now that you are you're going to be put in amongst those those videos at least that's the way i interpreted it and i think that's something important and i think it also goes along with picking your name if you're starting a youtube channel from total scratch here um you know depending on what your niche is or if you're doing this with multiple people or whatever um picking your name i think is a big thing now katherine uh, opts for picking if possible your own name uh if you're a single uh youtuber um like an individual um, for our scenario, obviously that's different. So we've, you know, we've chosen Get Rolling Show as, as our name because we're, you know, we are a show in essence, right? That's how we structure our content. Um, but also trying to once to you figure out your niche, maybe incorporating that into your name. So if you're going to be a gaming channel, maybe putting your name gaming, right? You know, for me, it'd be like Ian. Ian was already gaming, or like Phil Phil Blevins gaming, something oh, yeah. like that, right? I think that's something interesting. Well, because it's like. When people are, yeah, hell yeah. When people are searching gaming, when they're searching Phil, you know, like that's that's who's coming up, right? And so when other people maybe have him on their show or whatever, it's much easier for them to, to find him. Um, there's really not much to, to go over that. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was important and something that might that people might overlook. It's something that I've overlooked before. So the next thing I want to talk about, and um, again, Phil, I wanted to get your thoughts uh, on it as well, even though, you know, we're in this together. So I want to bounce ideas <laughs> off you here is, um, is, uh, creating an action plan, uh, for how, how you want to accomplish these things. And I think uh, another part of this is what your, your goals are going to be specifically, I would say within the first year. Um, because that's really, I would say when your toughest, the toughest point is right is for most people i would say would be within that first year of creating content because 
especially in terms of YouTube, you are square one. You're, you're zip, you know, zilch. Uh, <laughs> and it's hard to get your content, you know, and it's like a snowball effect. So it's hard to get your content in front of people when you first start. Um, so, you know, having an action plan for where you want to be, what you want to do and what your goals are for that first year. And then, you know, achieving small wins throughout the year in order to achieve that goal, I think is important. And I know Phil, the reason I ask you too, obviously we're in this together and you know, you come up with a lot of really bright ideas when we have our meetings. Uh, and you also have that giant whiteboard, uh, in your room. <laughs> and I wanted you to stress the importance of having that, um, honestly, because I think that's, it's important to write down your goals and you know some some of um, some of your thoughts on that, if you have any. Yeah, in terms of like staying creative or like creating a plan or just all of the above. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all the above. Like what what the act like um, your thoughts on an action plan and goals. Okay. You know, within like that first year. Yeah, uh, I think when you're starting anything, you should definitely have a plan. It's not only going to help you and kind of give you a roadmap, but I think it's going to hold you accountable and kind of not just you know keep you wandering and like guessing and, and choosing so like if you're if you made a youtube video every time you feel like it you might not grow as fast as if you're like all right monday friday i'm posting a video twice a week every week non-negotiable like that's my plan and then kind of just breaking down and see what works um for us we're a new channel we've only been up here for like a few months so it is like we have we wanted to stay consistent for a while before we totally reevaluate everything and be like okay we're failures, this doesn't work or something. Um, but yeah, in terms of, of writing everything down and having a goals and plans, it's just going to keep that in the back. It's just going to stay in the back of your heads kind of as like, okay, this is what I'm working towards. This is what I want to hit. And you're kind of keeping yourself in check every every along the way to see if you're hitting those goals. So like Ian said, I have a whiteboard here. My whole apartment is scattered with like notepads and like, all these different things. I'm always kind of just writing down things. Um, I'm, I could even be driving in the car, listening to something, and I'll like pull over and write something down that I like thought of right away or something. Um, I think that that's just gonna help you in terms of keeping your ideas flowing. You're not limiting yourself. You're not saying like, oh yeah, well you know, I'm not gonna do that. It's kind of a dumb idea. We're just like, yeah, try it. You're new. I think you should definitely go for it. And I'm kind of getting off topic here, but what I'm mainly the thing is, like, when you start to plan something full out, 100%, the, the most important thing with that is just that it's going to give you a map and a template that you can just fill out for yourself. So you're not thinking about all the rest of that. You can focus on the content, which is only going to get better. You don't want to be constantly overthinking, okay, oh, yeah, wait, I need to uh, promote this on Instagram today. Oh, shoot, okay. Uh, how many times should I do that? Or, like, oh, have I, have I done this week's video? Or, like, oh. I, uh, I need to post tomorrow. It's Thursday, and I said I'd post on Friday. I need to post tomorrow. What am I going to do? But Ian and I have wrote down, like, what, 100 ideas, potentially, that we can just go to and pull down from and say, like, all right, we got to post a video. Yep. Uh, maybe we don't want to have a guest this week. What ideas can we talk about? What topics can we can we go over? So we have, like, down to the T, Ian can, can vouch for me here, we have, like, I don't even know, 10 separate Google Docs of just everything that we could possibly need. Possible guests to bring on the show, possible ideas for podcast episodes. Um, what else? Down to the, down to the like, okay, we're going to write our script out for the video. Like, even if like we know exactly we're going to kind of improv it on the fly, we have exactly li lined up. Like, okay, this is what we're talking about here. This is the order of this. 
This is who's doing industry news this week and all of the above. Um, I think that that has just made everything flow so much nicer, especially for myself who edits a lot of the content that we put out, right? I have folders and everything just laid out. So all I do is just think about the creative aspect of the videos and everything else is already set in place. So writing it down, creating a template is just going to keep you organized, keep you on track and focusing on what really matters, which is the videos that you're creating and creating value for your viewers. So. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Um, and this is this is why this is why folks we have we have Phil here because Phil is able to break it down in such an eloquent way. <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly, even, though, I'm I, like rambling. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, honestly, I think you provide um, a lot of interesting points and good value. And one thing that I wanted to um, kind of hone in on in what you were talking about was uploading schedule, which is another point that I wanted to get into. And when especially when you're first starting incorporating that into your action plan, and being realistic with how much you can you can upload per week, right? And for a lot of people at first, depending on what your content is, I would probably recommend that you're not going over three, I would say, per week, um, depending on what your content is. If it's quick, short, snappy, that's one thing. Um, but being that you wanna, I don't think you wanna sacrifice too much quality for quantity sometimes. Um, especially in the beginning, because you want to get your you you know you want to get your content in front of people's eyes, which is important. But you want to make sure that YouTube is picking it up and wanting to put it in front of people's eyes, right? Because and this this I could be wrong on, by the way. So I might eat these words, and I'm not a YouTube algorithm expert. But you know, I think that if you make you know, it's better to make one video that gets put in front of people, so long as you're consistent. Um, then make 10 videos, which none of them are put in front of anyone, if that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, prioritizing, um, or not necessarily prioritizing, but having a happy medium between the quality and quantity on your on your videos. And I mean, there's, there's no reason why you can't have both. Uh, but I guess my point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, especially when you're first starting, if we're talking about someone that's coming from Zilch, uh, it might be easier for you to stick to like a three, two, one upload a week schedule, depending on what you're doing. But that's going to be all part of what your goals are and how much you think that you're capable of. If you have help, et cetera, Phil and I are in a slightly different scenario, um, being that there's two of us. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're starting it by yourself, that's something to consider, uh, for sure. And one of the um, things I, I really liked that you said at the beginning is that it's, um, it's not as easy as you think it would be. Like there's a lot of work that goes into it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So you might think like, yeah. oh yeah, I could be great on YouTube. Like I've got a few ideas. I'm gonna like pump out this video, this video, this video. But say you wanna continue putting out two videos a week, you know, once that initial little splurge of yours is over, like it is a little bit hard. It's, it's harder to do. Like our episodes, we put in probably 10 hours plus before you it even hits YouTube. Like mm -hmm. I finish editing one of our videos, right? If that takes three or four hours to fully edit, and again, we most of our videos are, are the podcast segment, which we don't have to touch. We don't have to edit a super amount of. Um, but after I do that, like there's another three hours of work that goes into you know creating the thumbnail, typing out all the tags, uh, altering the description, you know, creating promo posts for our Instagram, um, creating the audio only version, and editing that for our other podcast platforms, and all of that stuff. So I think that like it's easier said than done, like, you know, sticking to his schedule and, and just becoming a YouTuber because there is so much of that effort. 
And Ian, I had a, I had a question before we move on to our next point there. You were um, on your other show, the AOA podcast, right? You guys had stayed around the same amount of subscribers for a good amount of time. How, um, what changed? Because talking, speaking on that snowball effect that you kind of touched on, you guys recently have just been, I jumped from like, what, a few hundred subscribers to over a thousand now. So what did, what did you notice in that? That you guys yeah. changed to to get to that point and to really see that growth kind of not not overnight but like you know gradually in the last few months it has been significantly faster than the last year. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, little backstory. Our just to show you how much work because I always tell Phil podcasting is the easiest part, right? You know what I mean? Like when we get in talking, here, talk, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the easiest part about it. It's it's all the behind the scenes that's really tough. Um, but for a little backstory on my other show, the AOA, uh, the AOA show, uh, we in our first year ended the year at 89 subscribers, which is not a lot. Um, and there were some moments of doubt, you know, I'm not going to lie within my own head. Um, not, not crazy amount because I knew that I wanted to do this more than just the fame, the recognition, the money, et cetera. I genuinely have a passion for anime. So, um, I was like, you know what, honestly, like some 89 subscribers or not, like I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna produce content. So there's definitely that to it. Um, but you know, I was, I was thinking, I was like, well, I wonder if this is ever gonna be a blow up thing or this is just gonna be a passion thing, right? And hopefully it could be both. So we started from there, um, you know, I say the snowball effect cause we got a couple more subscribers more frequently, I would say, where we'd get like, at this rate, we'd get like maybe 10, five or 10 a month, right? From once it got to like about a hundred. And then it got up until about 15 a month, et cetera. We got about to roughly 294, I remember, at, at, at that pace, right? This is about a year and a half or a year and a couple months in. And um, what we really tried to start doing was dialing in on things that were current um, in, the com in the community. Because that was one thing. So this is, this is one thing that we talked about a lot. We... We never wanted to sell out per se, um, in that we wanted to talk about things that we genuinely had a passion for and not just kind of bend the knee to anything that was going on in the moment or what people, you know, say, oh, you should be talking about this. But I think we were a little too hard in that camp. And because of it, we were limiting ourselves on things that like could potentially blow up. So we tried to make a more concentrated effort to, you know, see what people were watching, what they were liking and stuff like that. And we stumbled upon a show that was doing very well at the time and received a lot of hype around it. And uh, essentially those videos, comparatively speaking to our other ones, kind of blew up. We saw what was working, what wasn't, right? Like we had we had an anime, uh, we had an anime news segment, right? Where it was like one of the episodes would be like talking about current events in anime and news and stuff like that. And like, for instance, that's something we nixed and got rid of on our channel because like it just, does, it wasn't working, right? It wasn't pulling the views. We would have like very generic conversations about like what our thoughts on anime's visual languages is about or, or something like that. And again, pulling views, but not, not a lot. What we noticed was that like the most views we would ever get would be on reaction videos or on videos that were talking about a show that everyone, everyone loved. And so we kind of, again, we used that for current event. We found a show that was doing very well and uh, those videos did very well comparatively speaking to our other ones. And because of that, we were able to get a little bit more of a subscriber count. 
And uh, what we did is we just, at least for this show in particular, we kind of just stuck with it for a while. Even after it's now ended, we started uh, reading the manhwa of it, the, like the animated, you know, the books, um, and talking and having discussions about those. We started incorporating some more reaction videos into our channel because we noticed those did well. And long story short, you know, we just passed 1K subs, which is really awesome. Um, but that took place literally within like the last month and a half. Whereas, like I said, we had not even 100 subscribers in our first year. So I think there's something to be said about sticking with it. And I mean, this is just the beginning for us and for this channel as well. Um, you know, like we're just getting started. But, um, you know, it just, goes to, it just goes to show. And I think, you know, to answer your question, if there's any semblance of advice I could give is, is you have to take a hard look at what's working and what's not on your channel. And sometimes that means that there might have to be a little bit of compromise in between it, right? Like I said, we didn't want to like bend the, bend the knee as it were too much. Um, you know, but I, but I told the guys, it's like, listen, our, our job right now is that we get to watch anime and talk about it. I'm like, the fact that we just get to do that is a blessing in and of itself. And if that means that sometimes we, that we want to talk about something that's a little off the beaten path from what we normally would, and kind of get the community involved on it, we're still watching anime, right? You know, and at the end of the day, it's like we're doing what we love to do. Um, so kind of just seeing what's working and what's not and tailoring your channel to kind of double down, triple down on those strengths and then and then branch out from there would be something that I would, you know, that I, that I would say to answer your question. Love that. And I love how you guys were aware of like the trends in the industry and everything kind of, and you guys mm -hmm. just hopped on those and, I love yeah. the, the one important thing there, especially sticking with it, like even more important than sticking with it would be that you guys love it. It's going to be it's way true. easier to stick with something that you really enjoy doing. This is very true. Yeah. There's a passion for it, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's uh, pretty awesome to be able to do that. But yeah, I mean, um, so one thing that I um, that I actually wanted to one two two more points that I wanted to make here that are that are both equally important, and um, I feel like there's a misconception about starting a YouTube channel now in 2020, in that a lot of people kind of come up with the excuse that oh YouTube is incredibly saturated you have so many content creators now there's millions of people floating onto the onto the channel. Um, and one thing that put it into perspective, again, for me, um, in watching this video from Catherine, is that you have one huge inherent advantage being starting a channel now, and it's that you're able to, to look at some of these other creators who have started from YouTube since its inception, that have been on the platform for 10 plus years, and have finally blown up, and you get to kind of see what worked for them and what didn't, right? I was just using the example with my other podcast on like on a smaller scale, what worked for our channel and what didn't, but on a large scale, if you're, you know, being able to research these YouTubers that are doing well and seeing what's working for them and what isn't, and especially if your niche is kind of similar to what their niche is, right? Like look at who's doing well in your niche. And I think that's a huge advantage that a lot of people from back in the day didn't necessarily have. They kind of had to go through trial and error and they had to go through hours and years and all that kind of stuff, blood, sweat, and tears, not that we don't now, but even more so in order to break that, right, and, and, and get there. So I think that's a, a blessing that a lot of people don't fully grasp in disguise that we're able to, you know, that we're able to pull from all these knowledgeable people and do it. And although there are more and more creators joining the platform, 
there's also a substantial amount dropping off as well within like the first month. If you look at some of the analytics from like a grand perspective on YouTube, you'll see that, I mean, these aren't exact numbers, but like if a thousand people are joining per day, roughly 800, 850 of those people are probably dropping off within the first month, right? And again, that just kind of goes with the whole sticking with it thing there. Um, and then the, the last thing I want to go over and then Phil, you know, I want to get your perspective obviously as well if you have anything to say on these. Um, I think the biggest word of advice, uh, or the best word of advice that uh, Catherine Manning gives in this video and that, and that we could give as well um, is getting out of your own way. Um, and it's kind of like clearing your own mind, right? And this all kind of correlates from what we've been talking about, but understanding that this is going to take time, that this is going to be a lot of work, that you have to take a, you know, a sacrifice. Um, you have to take sacrifices on with your, with your time, with your money, etc., to make this work. It could be a daunting task. And I think the biggest reason for failure is the fact that people limit themselves before they even start. And it kind of circles back to what I said at the beginning of this video in that you should know, you should, I think making a, a thoroughly truthful, conscious decision on whether this is something that you really, and when I say really, I mean really want to pursue is the most important thing because if you've already made that decision in your mind, then you shouldn't even have an issue with getting out of your own way, right? Um, and like, cause if this is something you truly want to pursue, you're going to do it come hell or high water. Um, but for anyone out there, you know, that is starting or struggling or hitting those roadblocks, I would say that it's incredibly important to stick with it and to trust yourself and to trust the process. Because if this is something you really want to work, you'll find ways to adapt and to overcome. But I mean, that, that's really the, the advice that I could give, uh, Phil, I'm curious to, you know, to hear if you have any thoughts on, on, on anything we were talking about or you have any other word of advice for any aspiring uh, YouTubers. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we hit, hit all the points that I could think of. Again, just emphasis on the consistency and emphasis on the if you love it, it's going to be way easier to stick with it. So I think that's mm -hmm. pretty much all I can think of on my end. But yeah, yeah. guys get after yeah. it <laughs> yeah get after it man get rolling no seriously a huge shout out to you know a lot of the larger creators and and Catherine manning for this particular video and all, all the uh all the folks that have given us inspiration i mean we're small you know there might be people oh, yeah. listening to this that are way bigger than us right and we're, we're up here it's not that we're preaching but we're just trying to relay this info to Definitely. people out there that might be trying to start it and you know when we say this we're, we're talking to ourselves as well right we're trying to reinforce these thoughts in our own mind and uh, apply them to get better and better. And for anyone who's you know hopped on with us in our channel, uh, thank you so much for sticking with us and uh, showing your support. It really goes a long way. Because for us, I mean, this is just the beginning. And uh, hopefully, you know, we could see a lot of uh, new YouTube creators all at the top, right? Like we can we can make this uh, we can make this a real thing. But but stick with it, man. Um, you know, and stick with us because we're gonna crush it. I promise. But. Anyway, folks, for any of you that are not subscribed, uh, make sure that you guys are subscribing. You're liking this video for the YouTube algorithm and that you are smashing that notification bell as well so that you know exactly when our new videos are going up. We release three a week, uh, not only podcasts, tips and tricks videos, reaction videos, you name it, it's all there. Um, if you don't have us on socials yet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the whole nine, hit us up on those, throw a follow as well. And if you are listening to the audio only version of this on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you guys are throwing a follow on there. It really goes a long way, but that's everything guys. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch up. With you.
Thank you guys. Peace. <laughs>